0: this is my this is my warm up routine before every conversation's for our greg
1: ha 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 gotta get the
0: mouth limber <laughs> Um, I'm a Doctor Who character about polyamory. So welcome to Doctor Who, I guess.
1: <laughs> I did like that episode though. Did you? I'm glad. Yo, I, I was really shocked. I would say this for as many fans as Doctor Who has, yeah, which is like millions, right? Around the world, like bajillions of people love, love Doctor Who. That was one of the more low production value shows. That I was expecting to have such a strong fan base. Fan well, base. It, it literally looked like somebody was like, "Put the camera in this room, and we'll see if this works." You know and what I mean?
0: Initially, that was like the charm because the show started off like that, where it was like low budget. Oh, it's funny because it's bad. But then, like after that season that I showed you of David Tennant season, the next season, they it really caught the mainstream attention, I guess, and and they like up the budget. Uh, They made it all about this girl who was like his sidekick. It was like the beginning. It was like. There's a doctor who travels through space and does crazy stuff, but what about Amy Pond, some fucking Scottish bitch who is so fucking annoying and nobody likes her? What about that, guys? But hasn't this show been around for like 40 years or something? Thirty years. And the thing is, Doctor Who is kind of like James Bond. Like, he'll be Doctor Who, and it won't matter which one it is, but he'll have sidekicks, and he'll just basically go on... He's basically an immortal, you know? he He time travels through all the various dimensions and he has wacky adventures where he's like, What do you mean this giant living snow cone is attacking Antarctica? <laughs> what does that mean? Because Antarctica's mostly snow. And they're like, Well, Doctor Who you don't understand. It's a magic snowman. And he goes, Oh, I'm Doctor Who
1: <laughs> I'm thinking though, if it's been that popular for that long, how is it that it kind of slipped up in production value wise? The writing is still really good. Production value wise, it's not that great. It yeah. really isn't. Because they brought it
0: back. It wasn't on for a really long time. And it was like this ni- this 1960s, mm. 1970s, like kitschy fucking. It's just like so- the Star
1: Ball. Trek show. Mm hmm. Just like. Kind it. of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying quality wise either way, but it's like the old one was definitely banging, had a lot of uh, fans. And then after like 30 or 40 years, they're like, you know what we uh, should do? We should reboot that old shit. We should shit cash in on love. this
0: name. Hey, how about Jenga the movie? Somebody's trying to build a giant skyscraper out of Jenga blocks. What happens when ISIS
1: gets involved? In what movie are we re- rebuilding there? Jenga. Jenga the movie. <laughs> you know that old classic? <laughs> the walk,
0: old... b- Jenga just like, Jenga! And it's like <laughs> falling to the ground. It's a giant skyscraper full of like thousands of people. Never forget Jenga Day. 2000,
1: uh, Jenga. 2000J. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations for Our
0: Grandkids. It's a very special episode, because it may or may not be the last episode before I leave
1: Florida. It may or may not be the last episode you ever hear. Well, I'm Seamus, and And I'm I'm on the verge of death. I'm Adam. I'm also on the verge of death. And all I mean by that is that we're both going to one day die. All all I mean by that, Dad, is that we're all (laughs) dying, Dad. And we're all fine, so don't call me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, man. Uh, we're just hanging out, eating pizza, and drinking because it's the last day I'm here. Hell yeah. If you had to give me a grade on, uh, as far as,
1: like, visitors go, what would you say? Um, I would say definitely an A minus. You stayed out of the way most of the time, didn't make a lot of messes. It was pretty awesome, man. And then you made me laugh from time to time, so that was also good. Nice, nice. Now, what keeps me from being an A plus? Well, let's not go there. I'm not trying to make, (laughs) I don't want anyone to cry.
0: Damn, so what would an what would a okay, so don't say it's me. What would an A plus visitor be?
1: Don't say it's me, but just tell me all the things I didn't do to become an A plus visitor. No, I'm dude, just fucking around.
0: Dude, I took the trash out once in a while. Mm-hmm.
1: See, so you're starting to get there. <laughs> I mean you want an A plus? Dude, I, I can't not be perfect, alright? What's up? And then nor was I asking you. What's this A minus about? It's about you got a good fucking grade, so just be happy with it. Before I knock it down to a B plus, piece of shit. All right, sir. All right, all right. I'll accept the A minus. <laughs> Please, sir. Don't
0: don't hit me anymore. I'm good. I'm good at A minus level.
1: It's thank you, sir. May I have another?
0: <laughs> well, if it's an A minus, I'm not sure if I want another. I want another A plus. What do you mean another? You don't have an A plus. Well, okay. Let's just say I want an A plus then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, welcome to Conversations for our Grandkids. What is this, 27? (laughs) Something like that. Who cares?
1: Episode 27.
0: Yeah, what does that mean to you? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird number.
1: Nine times three. I don't know. (laughs) That's that's
0: all that really means to hey, me. Hey, nine times three, look at me, Seamus. Conversation <laughs> with grandkids, <Parker Actons>, please. <laughs> somebody retweet us. By the way, we have a Twitter. It's Convo for Grandkids on Twitter. If you want to tweet anything at us, anything that we say, anything you'd like to interact with the show, that would be the time to do it. Also, please review us on iTunes. Let me get this
1: out of the way because I normally we do it at the end of the episode and nobody ever and Nobody's fucking, fucking it. listening to the beginning barely, so let's I know there's at least two people who hear the beginning. I don't know about nobody's the Nobody's listening end. to the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh I listen to enough. I disagree with them on transgender people, so I'm just going to click
0: this off (laughs) and ignore it and pretend it never happened. So, yeah, we started drinking about 7 a.m. this morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. We went into the gas station (laughs) and saw our boy, Mr. Larry. (laughs) It was the most, like...
0: He has to go he's going down in our show's hall of fame, Mr. Larry. He's definitely a, he's a key
1: character, funniest character. Cuz we go and uh I mean obviously it's early in the morning and we're buying like two fucking 12 packs of Yingling and he's like, "Oh, looks like the great start to a great party." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're just buying this so we don't have to go out later." Totally not true. I was planning to crack open one of them as soon as we got back like 8:30 <laughs> in the morning. But he was like uh Oh, no, but what was funny about him was his fucking name tag, because normally a name tag, it's either like, hi, I'm Larry, like so-and-so, or I'm just Larry. His name tag actually said Mr. Larry, (laughs) as if, you know, everyone who worked there was like, no, he's not Larry, he's Mr. Larry. He's Mr. Larry. No, I'm not –
0: I'm Steve. That's Gary, but that – that's Mr. Larry. <laughs> Don't you ever, fucking, Don't you forget ever fucking forget it, man. And he was so nice. He didn't even card us. He was just like, ah, ah what's what's your birthday?
1: I'm not going to say it, but I, t- I told him. He was like, mm, figures. <laughs> he's no, like, he's, he's, no what he said was, he was like, well, when's your birthday? And I was like, oh, September 25th, 92. He was like, oh, I thought so. I was like, "What? You thought what? You thought like, my birth? You thought exactly when my birthday was?" <laughs> Damn, Mister Larry, you got F- psychokinesis fucking... <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh man, Mister Larry, man, he's a he's a secret genius. He works at a gas station for fun. He's an American hero. <laughs> Meanwhile, <Mr>. the Soviets <laughs> are trying to come
0: over here and fuck our shit up. Mister Larry's like, "I'm not gonna have it. I'm carding them because I know who I need to
1: card." So, Mister Larry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not carding American kids who are trying to get fucked up. Speaking of American kids trying to get fucked up, the kid in front of us was high as shit, first of oh all. Oh, my God, yeah. And second of all, my man was definitely on house arrest because he had one of those fucking... <laughs> he had one of those homing beacons on his leg. Dude, it was funny because I, we saw him
0: as we left the apartment, and he walked past us, and he was doing... I, I thought he was high from the beginning because he was doing that thing where he was, like, wringing his hands, you know? Like, he was trying to get clean of some, some blood... Sp- he's like, oh, I'm in Macbeth, the red spot, get out. That's for all my Shakespeare lovers out there. But... um He's wringing his hands and like looking at us like, Oh shit, am I passing these people? Oh, oh. Like I moved over for him to get by, you know? Yeah, and then he looked back like, Are they following me? Like was that cool? Like, I don't know, like so nervous. And then he's at the he's at the cashier and, and Mr. Larry, our homeboy, is like, Hey, you know, with this bottle of what did he buy? Like chocolate uh, milk yeah, or something, something? Oh, with this bottle of chocolate milk you get a free breakfast sandwich. And uh, this guy goes, Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get that. <laughs> and he goes like, well, they're right behind me. He goes, oh, all right. And he starts pulling out his money. Like, he didn't, Mr. Larry was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to
1: deal with intoxicants. <laughs> intoxicants. <laughs> he did end up getting a donut, though. Not a breakfast sandwich. Which, uh, which plays into my theory
0: that this guy was high as shit. <laughs> I guess our theory, right? Can I have a donut? <laughs> Can, am I allowed? Can I get one of those uh, Boston creams? He seemed like a good kid, man, that just ran into the wrong crowd. Well, he was too thin. He looked like the the guy that was like uh in Captain Phillips who was like, "I'm the captain now." He looked like that guy. Dude, that movie was so fucking scary. I never saw. It. Well, I saw part of it and then I got chastised for talking through it. Sorry. By I was who? talking through it.
1: Oh, oh, old roommate. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Fucko David.
0: Spoiler alert. It was that kid. Fucko David. That's oh, his no. that's his whole name. Yeah, I hope
1: you're listening to this episode Fucko too because David. you were my rival for a second and I won. <laughs> That dude, man. Stories about him for another time. But we also, uh so we got, we got, we started drinking. It was like eight thirty. You know, to be fair, let's not exaggerate and say seven because that's a little extreme. We woke up at seven. We were at the gas station seven thirty. We start drinking at eight. All right. I think, that, is I think, that fair to I think, say? I think it was more like eight thirty. However. Okay.
0: Okay. I'll you yeah, know I'll settle.
1: So we uh we started drinking. Then ate some cookies, and then we watched two thousand one: A Space Odyssey, which I didn't realize was such a bizarre good movie i i didn't realize it was like a like a it's gonna sound so douchey but a trippy movie you know i thought it was more like a i don't know like a heady type of or the movie i'm thinking of is citizen kane which is sort of you know sort of weird it's in the whatever. same vein it's it's sort of like revered as the best um motion
0: picture of that genre i suppose And right. i'm not sure what citizen kane's genre would necessarily be like a like,
1: really good movies. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, I don't or know. like
0: um, fictional biographies, maybe? Yeah. It's about a real guy?
1: Maybe. I don't know if that's the fairest genre to put it in, because then it obviously wins.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, 2001 A Space Odyssey, I've been dying for you to see that, man. I've been, like, begging you, like, off and on for months, like, oh, hey, whenever you get a chance, you want to watch this? Because <laughs> I
1: think you specifically would really appreciate it. I downloaded it. Just, just I was like, yeah, 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 I downloaded it, Seamus. Like, fuck off. I'm going to watch it one day. I promise. It's on my list. It's on my list. I I have a list of uh, a bunch of movies that I want to watch. Yeah, The Shining is on, on on it because I've never seen that. I'm good ass movie. I can't pull it up right now. I, as I said, I have a list. I was like, well, it's not that tangible. It's not really a list. It's just every time I hear a movie that I've heard ten fucking times. Oh, you, ever, you ever heard of it? You're like, oh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, gotta gotta see. I it. actually have
0: seen that. Crossed great that movie. Off.
1: It is a great movie. So, Keanu Space Reeves' Odyssey. best
0: movie. <laughs> yeah, Bill and Ted is Keanu Reeves' best movie for sure. Uh so, 2001 A Space Odyssey, man. I, I need to hear because the interesting thing for our listeners, make it extra special for you, is that we watched the movie and then I said, don't tell me what you thought about it. Tell me now. Tell me now. I liked it. Nice. Thank <laughs> God. Because that movie is about me
1: and the fact that Adam likes it means Adam likes me. So, yeah, yes. Small victory for Seamus. Uh, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you why you wanted me to watch it. Then it, it might help me inform the answer of why I liked it. Um... I think it's just a really good movie.
0: Everybody says that it's like this definitive classic, and I I I agree that it is uh, because I I think with within the context of the time that it was made, it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible uh, that they were able to do a lot of the things that they did. Like they were very forward thinking before a lot of other movies that we consider the standards for forward thinking space age kind of movies. Like this was like nine years before the first Star Wars. This was you know. Uh, around the time of Star Trek, I'd suppose. I'm not, I'm not really clear on when Star Trek started, but it was either yeah, late '60s, '70s, something like that. Yeah. But this movie, and then they, they didn't even have pictures of Earth when it came out. It to my, you know, and the Earth looks kind of weird in the movie. Like it doesn't really yeah, look like how a Earth janky. looks. But it's sort of like if you could appreciate somebody trying to assume what Earth would actually look like from space without having any knowledge of what Earth would look like from space, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And a lot of the, um, a lot of the things in the movie are way, way ahead of their time. Like they're dealing with uh, artificial intelligence in a, a very uh, – what's the word? Um, what, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Like hmm. very like uh, – uh, man, tangible? Tangible. Tangible, I suppose. But sophisticated is the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for.
1: Sophisticated. Yeah, I was, I was thinking as the, you know, so there's a scene where the computer starts to uh, essentially defend itself, right? And the humans are calling that, oh, it's a human error, right? But it's just this living thing trying to defend itself. Spoiler alert. Um, I think I haven't seen an argument about or something talking about artificial intelligence that's been that good. Or like you say, sophisticated. Um, since I saw X Machina, X Machina, man, yeah, yeah, that's another. It's, I mean, both of them are tackling the same issue, of,
0: but X Machina is tackling it forty some odd years later.
1: Yeah, and also in updating the argument for for the last forty years of technology. Yeah,
0: but I guess the the reason I appreciate 2001: A Space Odyssey in the in that context is that. It's 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 kind of different. Ex Machina is a little bit more sophisticated than 2001: A Space mm-hmm. Odyssey, but it's very close. And the time difference between the two is almost like if you can put yourself in the mindset of someone in 1968 watching this movie, you have you have to go like, "Holy shit, mm-hmm.
1: this is nuts! This is insane! I'm in space, and the I'm com- in and space. a computer is is defending itself. What the fuck?" IBM is defending itself. Yeah, that was also interesting, because ever since Jurassic World... um, Shout out to episode... Uh, 22? 22. Yeah, that's the right episode. All right, nice. Seamus is the uh, catalog slash labeler of episodes and thoughts. So, uh, hold on. My computer just decided to turn on. Well, anyway, the whole point is that... Well, sorry about that, kids. Um, we have some technical difficulties. We don't have a sentient uh, computer running our program, so uh, there's going to be some fuck-ups here. But if we did, it would be a lot like 2001 A Space Odyssey, right, Adam? Yes, because that is what we were talking about. In 2001 a, a Space Odyssey. No, I think it was really good, man. Um, it's interesting that I think they hadn't grasped – I think the difference between the, the 60s version of worrying about AI and the 2014 or whatever version – um, the thing I think that the '60s version didn't quite account for was the communication between, you know, because the idea, one of the ideas of the singularity and the fucking blah 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 of, that we have today is that as soon as this thing gets made, it's going to be all around the world like almost instantly, and there's there's going to be no physical body that you can, um, you know, detach it from because it can just make a copy of itself in another server and then use that server to make a copy in another server. And in the '60s, it was like, oh, well, we've got a twin computer that's doing something else, and it's giving a, an error reading. And it's like, well, they should be able to communicate and then become like one functioning thing, and that way they don't give an error and blah blah blah. You know, it's. I think, you know, at the man, I don't want to give away the end of the movie, but there, the it, the ending of this wouldn't be able to happen today because there'd already be a copy on another server somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think. A great way to say it is is that 2001 a space odyssey is the conversations for our grandkids of movies or conversations <laughs> for our grandkids is the 2001 a space odyssey of podcasts because All right. because I like that. the reason I like 2001 a space odyssey is the same reason I like our podcast they're making estimates about what they assume is going to be in the future and it's so interesting to see how close they were to what actually happened
1: yeah so you think we're going to be really fucking close
0: I'd like to hope. Maybe maybe not. I'm being a little, hey, I'm being a little ballsy. Review us on iTunes. You think we're close? Think we're close? Think we're far? Review us on iTunes. Hey, Hit us up on Twitter. It, Convo hey. for grandkids. Is it in yet? Is it in your soul? Or,
1: you know, that's another thing that a lady says to a man when... Now, grandkids, go ask your parents about what your grandpa Seamus is talking about. We don't want to be the ones. I don't know. Grandpa Seamus is talking about sex again.
0: <laughs> so, kids, you know the asshole is
1: very sensitive, right? <laughs> Dude, in second grade, and uh, this is my first memory of, of an oh, anal no. anal story. Oh no! In Second grade. Oh no! Adam's first anal story. Bam 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this girl and I'm gonna leave her name out because I still I still know her. She comes up to me and she's like, oh, I forget how. Actually, she might have, We were all been talking about sex for some reason because that's what we always did as fucking little kids. We were just obsessed. And she goes, "Oh, my dad says that uh, sex happens in the butt." And I was like, bitch, you don't know shit about sex if you think you're, like, it goes in the butt. Best (laughs) dad. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In your mom's butt, dude. (laughs) You get it? I, I, to that, when I was, at the time, I was like, well, whether you're right or wrong, because adults are usually more right than kids, it's weird that your dad's talking to you about the sex stuff that we talk about in school because our parents don't talk to us about it. And then a man comes in a woman's face. (laughs) Like right in the eyeballs, And you can Superman that hoe, too. <laughs> you know what that is?
0: <laughs> yeah. You ever hear of a, a little Debbie? Or no, they're called, a, what are they called? <laughs> Strawberry shortcake? Oh, Jesus. When you, you come in a woman's face and then punch her right in the nose.
1: Conversations for our grandkids. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Convo for Grandkids. Hit us right in the All nose, Come right on our face. Conversations <laughs> for our grandkids. <laughs> oh, man. How the fuck did we get on that? <laughs> oh, my first anal story. That's why. God yeah, damn sorry. it, dude. Jesus! Every time I thought about it since then, it's just I, there's been an increasing horror <laughs> that comes with the memory because some some seven to eight year old's dad explained to them that sometimes sex happens in the butt. Why would that be a necessary thing? To explain to a seven to eight year old about sex.
0: Now listen, I know you've been hearing a lot of things in your health class about the birds and the bees, but have you have they told you about the booty hole yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's like dead serious, like mustachioed father and the mustachioed. Listen, we're gonna go to Toys R Us, but first, let me tell you about sticking one in the stink. <laughs> you know what that's about, kid.
1: <laughs> I can't believe it, man. I can't find a good reason why you would have to explain unless unless somebody else said it to and she's like, oh, someone said sex happens in the butt. But she didn't say that. She said, my dad told me.
0: Yeah.
1: Now even think about it. I'm like, fuck, man. Should I have said something as a seven-year-old? He's like, like,
0: this is fine. What's happening is fine.
1: Oh, exactly. That's why why I'm like, Jesus. That's probably
0: the darkest joke I've ever made like in my life. So well, you said if you of... deciphered that one, listen for the code back, and then send us a review with the code in it, and then tell us it's it's child rape. Look up child rape conversations for our grandkids. <laughs> Hashtag child rape combo for
1: grandkids. Um, actually, speaking of remembering codes and things, we were talking about having a contest on here. So if you're listening to this, perhaps by the next episode, we'll we'll be ready for this. Maybe the one after that, but. The idea is that we're going to have a contest, maybe like a $25 Amazon gift card, and all you have to do is like hit us up on Twitter, and uh, hit us up on Facebook, share our shit, and then we'll enter you into a contest, and you can win it. To win a prize of indeterminate value, but <laughs> a lot of value. I was The reason I bring it up is because I'm curious uh, if there's anything specific that you guys would want, because um, we came up with $25 Amazon gift card, because obviously that's a good idea. Dude! Like, who doesn't want that? But... Uh, maybe you guys want something f- personally from us, and that would be yeah. more valuable. And I'd be down with that to send along with the $25 Amazon gift card even. But if you have any ideas for a contest or anything, and uh, just hit us up. And also get, look out for that contest because we're really going to you know, hook somebody up with a gift card. Yeah, hey, you want to sleep in my tub? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a contest where you get to visit me. You
0: get to sleep in my tub. You have to you have to leave when I have to shower though, but it's cool. You come sw- sleep in my tub. It's fine. You win. <laughs> hey, hey, who wants Wawa for dinner? Cuz that's all we're eating for the whole time we're there cuz it's real cheap. Hoagie Fest.
1: Shout out to Wawa. Shout out to Wawa, which is not that many of down in uh in Florida. No, there's none. Or like one or two, well, in but the not state where of I'm Florida, from. There's there's a few, but not here. Yeah. Dude, we have some notes
0: here for things that we're supposed to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, right now it says uh, Bernie Sanders, hands up. You want to talk about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I saw a video on Facebook about uh, – was it the Black Lives Matter campaign? Yeah, it was yeah. Black Lives so Matter, so it but Black... it was like an offshoot. It wasn't – because the Black Lives whoa, Matter whoa, whoa, is – whoa. Let's, let's be careful about how we're lo- using language because the Black Lives Matter isn't some formal institution with a president and a vice president and a blah, 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 blah. It's a Twitter ha- uh, hashtag that's used to kind of glue together a bunch of different individuals who have something to say about race in America. 99%. Something like that, where there's no no centralized figures. And you can say you're an activist and you're a leader of the Black Lives Matter movement, but basically what happened was these two or three, or maybe there's more, Black Lives Matter activists uh, interrupted Bernie Sanders during one of his speeches. But it's like, well, actually, if you look into it, Bernie Sanders his his fucking secretary his head secretary <clears throat> is one of these supposed leaders of the Black Lives Matter campaign. He has spoken out against racial injustice and shit like that in the past. So why him? Because he's an old white man? Like that's not yes. good enough. Yes. That's not good enough. You have to have a better
0: reason than that. But I think the problem is it, it's like how you said, man, it's like sort of like anonymous uh, occupy Wall Street, all these other new wave sort of social justice movements and, and that's not even taking a knock at the social justice uh category in this point because there are things in there that need to be there. Right. For sure. There's there's things that we haven't like to say that we don't need any social justice would be uh foolish because it would mean like, oh we're done, you know, we figured it out. You know, there's no problems in the world. But that's not the case. However, with the internet and things, it's it's way easier to claim to be a member
1: of any of these groups. Yep, all you have to do is do a hashtag with a couple of words and all all of a sudden you're an activist.
0: You just have to be like, "Hey, I'm a member of one of these groups." And then you're a member of one of those groups, yeah. you know.
1: "I'm a Black Lives Matter. I'm part of Anonymous." So When I go up and I interrupt this guy, that you know, I'm speaking for the group. And it's yeah. like, "Well, actually you're not. You're making us all look like fucking assholes." Mm-hmm. And that's really that really bothered me because I think it um I actually learned about this in a very structured way in at temple because uh, I 'm an environmental science major, and what happens is a lot of the social action like environmental groups there's like fucking forty five thousand you know four hundred fifty thousand maybe of these little organizations. That are like save the pandas in Indonesia, grow forests in South Carolina, like uh, watch out for the mangroves in Florida. You know, and they're look, all... look out behind you. <laughs> That's one of the groups, <laughs> and they're all separate <laughs> entities, and they all deal specifically with one really highly specific cause. Which is, I mean, we need people to look out for these specific causes for sure. But what ends up happening is that all the power which all these groups are kind of going after the same thing ecological protection environmental awareness you know that kind of thing if all four hundred fifty fucking thousand of these groups banded together into one and just one by one tackled things in order of what's gonna have the biggest impact um, right away and what's gonna set up the future, so that we can have a big impact again. If we had one group like that, it would be another 60s uh, civil rights movement, because that's what happened then. They brought all these groups together. They said, Here, let's do it this way. This is our plan, you know, and they passed the message downstream so that everybody was on the same page. But now we have, you know, people who, oh, Black Lives Matter, fuck this guy, like, on the stage. And it's like, well, actually, he's more on your side than somebody else that you could have gone after. I'm not saying he's perfect, but if you're going to you know, halt someone's speech, make sure that they are a symbolic representation of what you are against. Which I don't think Bernie Sanders fits the bill for that.
0: No, for sure. No. He's like if you could you could go after literally Probably any, and this is not me taking a political stance here, but you could take go after any Republican candidate, and it would be a way better case probably for what you're trying to get across than Bernie Sanders, who's the guy who's like, I've been with the Black Lives Matter group, you know, since the '60s. I've been doing <laughs> this shit, and they're just like, dude, I. They're screaming. They're getting up there, and they're like, he's like, okay, the, the his representative, Bernie Sanders' representative, is like, we're going to give you the mic. Just give us a second. We just have to figure some things out, some technicalities, whatever, whatever. They're like, we are. Civilized We're waiting. Like the screaming In this guy's ear This poor man's ear And the whole crowd's like Let Bernie speak Let Bernie speak (laughs) Dude watching that Seamus's wrestling corner Bam 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 bam. I was thinking This bitch Go ahead and watch Bernie Sanders Gets interrupted By the Black Lives There's a couple of them Because people Have been interrupting him At a lot of different things Which is weird It's weird But I was thinking This girl would be A perfect uh, Bad guy In professional wrestling (laughs) Because she's doing the thing that all the bad guys do. Where she's like, I am not going to finish my speech until there is silence. (laughs) And then she's getting, boo. And I was like, this is exactly like wrestling. Like, all she's got to do is be
1: like, and all your women want to go home with me. (laughs) Instant bad guy. Instant wrestling bad guy, to be specific. Yeah, but
0: they're they're screaming and, and you know hooting and hollering. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but they're you know it, it, it's just it, it's a shame because I know that not everybody not everybody associated with that movement is a dummy. It just seems that the loudest people are dummies. Just like Occupy Wall Street, the loudest people were dummies. I I. Kept advocating, and, and years after, we w- you and I would have conversations where I'd be like, no, man, but Occupy Wall Street, like, they knew what they were doing, or, like, at the core, like, they had a good idea, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any representation as a whole and so they suffered as a whole because nobody was saying this is exactly what we're saying the the message was muddled and when there's a muddled message you can have people it's the paradox it really is the paradox because the whole point of the movement is that you don't want to have somebody at a central point of of uh governing essentially you don't want to have somebody who is the voice for everyone and yet if you don't have a voice for everyone there are people who will take advantage of that, and you'll have news sites who are saying, like, is Occupy Wall Street trying to burn down every bank ever? And it's yeah, like, yeah. well, no, 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 no,
1: no, no. They never said that. Well, somebody did. But somebody they're, said they're it. They're not a good representation of the well, group. Well, who's the represent? If it's yeah. not this guy, who is it? Right. And that's why I like – if there's going to be a group like that, I actually like Anonymous for that group because they, they put it right up there up front. Anonymous. You're not going to know who we are. You're not going to – that's not the point. And people may do whatever they want with the name, you know, but – who, who, like you know, to to be able to crack down on that implies some kind of hierarchy. And just to be clear, there is a hi- hierarchy even in anonymous. It's just they're they make it a point to, like, to not make it seem that way. Yeah. Not 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 in a bad like false way where it comes out that they're like you know another fucking Illuminati just running the world and blah blah blah. But they they make it a point to say like, well. We aren't, centralized. We, we aren't really centralized. The power comes from the group and all that kind of shit. But if, if you have Black Lives Matter where you're like, I'm a Black Lives Matter activist, and you're going like, to put that on yourself, you better know the rules of being a Black Lives Matter campaigner like they used to back in the day. In the civil rights movement, it was a strict nonviolence. You sit there. You get hosed. You, the dogs are going to bite you. you you're going to go to jail. But the rules are do not fight back. Those are the rules. And that's why it was so powerful is because everybody knew the rules. Everybody followed the rules. There was a consistency on – well, not everybody obviously, but there was a consistency on every level that really um, – it was powerful uh, because it, it's almost like you know if you have a million uh, water molecules in a cloud – you're not going to be able to push over anything. But as soon as it turns into water and it condenses and collects, you can roll it down a hill. It will move some rocks. You know what I mean?
0: So I'll say this, man. Uh, I, I talked to a friend of mine who I will remain nameless, although he's a cool guy. Shout-outs to you, cool guy. Mm-hmm. But he, he's a very popular kid. Um, he's in the group of kids I would consider the cool kids from high school, essentially. But they've branched out into, like, the hipster cool kids from Philadelphia. Mm. And uh, he was telling me that it's hard to hold arguments or have conversations with them because everybody wants to be a revolutionary and claim that they are changing something. Meanwhile, they're like dancing and listening to music that somebody made. And they're like, oh, we're revolutionary because we're listening to local music. And And he said something about he tries to have a conversation with some people and they'll say things to him like stop trying to control the narrative.
1: Which, which is something you hear on the internet. That's like one of those problematic type Oh, it's words. problematic. What you're saying is problematic, so mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. Well, it was interesting
0: to hear it from him because he's involved in that circle. A lot of his friends come from that circle, and yet he's still saying there's an issue with this circle. And to me, it, it, he brought up a really great point, which is what he said to me was that it's way easier to be an activist nowadays when you don't have to get off your ass you yeah. can just post about being an activist and you can say you're an activist in public so you get that you get that real ego surge of a, mm, I'm an activist I'm mm-hmm. doing great and not to say that I either Adam and I are activists I would say uh, I'm not no we're not activists I think a difference though if I had to pick a difference, if I had to somehow elevate us, <laughs> here's me sucking my own dick. But, but we are – no matter how scared I am of, of putting out a lot of my own opinions, I try to be as honest as I possibly can on this podcast. And I try to put it out there so that people can hear it regardless of what they believe in. I've said mm-hmm. some pretty fucked up shit on here. I think all of us who are involved in this show could say that we have. Mm-hmm. A- and yet I'm going to put it out there because I'm open – I'm open to you proving me wrong because the whole point is that if I'm wrong,
1: show me how I'm wrong. You know? right. I'll, I'll grow. You'll grow. You control the narrative for a while. I'll listen to your narrative. And if I like the story, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that story. But until yeah. then, I'm going with mine. So to get back to the Bernie Sanders girls who fucking go up on stage, grab the mic. Hashtag you know, Bernie Sanders girls.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure there is a hashtag like that, right? Has, right. Has there to has to has be. To be yeah. Know? Bernie Sanders getting fucking dominated by a... Hot black chicks, am I right, guys? (laughs) Well, at least one of them. You know what I'm talking about? The one on the right, bro.
1: Oh, burn. Let's look at the one on the left. The worst. Yeah, there has to be a thing already. Otherwise, if if he's a smart politician and he has a good uh, campaign office, they would have taken advantage of that.
0: Yeah, man. But the whole point is like, you're not helping your movement. And this is my point. You're not helping your movement when you're being crazy like that and yelling, I am civilized. I am cal-. It's like being like, I am calm. Yeah, yeah. I'm relaxed, you fucking white piece of shit, you <laughs> flat-ass cracker.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do any justice to the movement because for those people, it's not about the movement. It's about the person saying, I am an activist. Part of this movement Look at me It's all about me Me, me, me I'm doing this You stop I am being civilized It's not about The movement It's not about black lives It's not about black lives matter It's not about being black It's about look at me That's all it comes down to Look at me Because like I said In the civil Are you you, You're telling me that those Those uh, women Or many of the other ones Are ready to go to jail They're ready to get beaten And fucking dogged And just take it You know Hose down I'm not I'm not. Right. I, can, I can honestly say that I I would be if the cause was right, but there isn't a good cause yet. There's no there's no cause that I can say I'm doing it for this reason, and then you know have a dog bite my leg. Yeah. You know I have no. There's nothing at this, po- at this point that I can that I feel comfortable. You know having a hashtag on my forehead as it's happening, so that the cameras get it because that's how I would do it. I would have uh, a hashtag, something very, very, um, as Ram Dass would say, essence that represents the whole thing. Hashtag
0: conversations for our grandkids. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I'm not getting dogged for this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But hit us up on Twitter, Um, at Convo for Grandkids. I'm going to keep repeating it so it gets ingrained in your phone. Convo for Grandkids. We need a song. Convo for Grandkids. We have a song, man. Get into that conversation, conversation. Hit. Hit space, oh, dude. I don't even know the song that I, I wrote to, to conversation twenty six and twenty five. If you want to hear the uh, the conversations for our grandkids, song. and hey, if you want to re-record
0: the theme song or a theme song or any kind of music, send it in <laughs> because seriously, we'll take whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we're very open people over here. We'll take whatever. So fuck, fuck
1: Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm also really tired of uh, the. Black Lives Matter people being like, mm, like this is why the what the All Lives Matter people don't understand, and it's like, well, all right, are we going to continue, continue to keep arguing with each other about the fine points about who's right and who's wrong, or are we going to try and get some laws made, or some, are we going to actually try and fucking do something, or are we going to just keep talking about it on Twitter?
0: I saw an interesting, uh, like, internet comic that was a political comic in the same way that all political comics are political comics. Uh, <laughs> Well, that clears it up. <laughs> yeah, just to clear it up for your listeners. Uh, in the sense that they'll have very like uh, polarized views, and they'll have very like, here's the point. Get it? And sometimes there will literally be a character looking back at you being like, right, guys? And they had two houses, and they had one of the houses on fire, and this person struggling to put out one of the houses on fire. And it said, hashtag uh, all lives matter. This is how stupid they look. Wow. And I was like, okay, okay, but but in reality, in reality, all lives matter <laughs> would mean that all houses, if it's all houses, if you want to fucking be a dipshit and do that fucking yeah. metaphor, it's all houses matter, then it's not that the house on fire
1: is not a problem. It's a fucking it's problem. It's still a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all lives matter. No, they don't. Only the black ones do. What, what are, are we talking one, about? Only the
0: ones struggling, because we're struggling more. And it's like, oh, okay, so... So you're distinct, huh? From and you're different
1: from the rest of the lives. Also, wow. all lives matters implies that Black lives matter. Yes. And instead of having a separate thing that implies separateness, it should be all lives matter. But of course, if it's used in the right context, then we'll know what you're. Ta- we'll know you mean you're talking about the the inequality of of. Uh, that black people experience in America. Dude. Well, we'll no, you're talking about that because it's 2015 and you're saying hashtag all lives matter. Dude, hashtag universe? Uh, more like hashtag the earth. <laughs> hashtag Duh. team human and nothing else. Yeah. Ha- not even. Dude, Never if we could just get else. on team human, everything else would be taken care of. Yeah. It, because team human means, first of all, we got to save all the humans. Black, white, Asian, even you know, Hispanic people we can save. I'm just kidding. I love Hispanic people. That was just a joke. But then it becomes, well, well how do up it... for debate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, just it... kidding. I'm trying to have bilingual kids. So, Hispanic girls, holla at your boy. At
1: Convo for grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, then it, it. So, you ha- first save all the humans, right? And that requires taking good care of the earth. It requires it. Because if you don't take care of the earth, it can't take care of and us. And I, I guess we'll take care of the blacks. If... And. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll we'll worry about the Asians and the Jews if we have time. Yeah, yeah. If gonna, we have time. We're going to make a big boat. I'm going to write on it. Wait, who are we? Because I think we exclude... Oh, uh, white people the like whites. Us? Sorry, gotcha, Adam. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I just wanted to be clear which game, which game I was playing here.
0: Hopefully you can uh, thinking, keep like, recording conversations for our grandkids from the bottom of the
1: fucking ocean. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, wh- I think we've excluded every race. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's one left. Those fucking whites. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the main ones, uh, right, guys? Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks Uh Send me some email high
0: fives. Uh, definitely, just hit me up on Your um, inbox. Just gets flooded with KKK invitations. <laughs> hit me up on playlist.com. It's normal guy for seventeen.
1: I don't even know what that is
0: <laughs> oh playlist.com was like a pandora or a spotify before those existed it was basically you could pick songs that you liked and put them onto uh a playlist but it would basically be like you would search whatever and then it would be uh mp3s that people uploaded so it'd be like you know mariah carey fantasy mp3 that would be the whole name of the thing because all oh, i'm listening to is fantasy by mariah carey did 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 Thanks, Mariah. Just a little sample from Playlist.com.
1: <laughs> Normal guy, 417. Uh, yeah, man. We're all one. I think we can all agree on that. No, nah, I don't think we can, man. That's the issue. If we could, if we could, that's what I'm saying. If we could just agree on that, everything else would get taken care of. Yeah. We can't even agree that we're all the same thing or that we're all even close enough.
0: Yeah, and I'll be honest, man. Sometimes, sometimes I don't believe it. You know? Sometimes I don't. I have moments where I seriously doubt uh, what I assume I already know, which sort of brings us to our next topic on the page, which is – The in, other in, night. In quotes, yeah,
1: the other night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As if we're – we both know what that – I mean, we both do know what we that is. We both do know what that
1: means. So the other night – Nobody uh, listening does yet. You will though. Well, uh, according
0: to Adam, nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, man. I I don't know where to start with that. The other night was really cool. I had a good night with you guys. Good, despite how um, challenging it got, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It I still felt I still found value in it, and a lot of what you said the other night has been ringing in my head, no matter how hard I try to forget it.
1: And uh, I'm going to have to ask you to remind me what I said because I don't remember. And it will be good for the audience to hear. And let's give first an overview of what happened. So basically, uh, I don't even remember how it started, but I think we just came home and we're celebrating being alive. Just got plastered. And we were (laughs) going to watch the faculty. Uh, I opened it up. I found it on one of those like shitty fucking streaming sites. Rich,
0: the Faculty is a great movie, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Jasmine suggested it, and yeah. it's like a great
1: fucking... And Robert Rodriguez, he hasn't disappointed me yet. There you go. Suggestion. Movie suggestion. The Faculty, 1998. And it has a star-studded cast. Like, for realsies. I was like, who? you're in this too? Jon Stewart's in this? Usher, John Stewart, um, that other Josh guy. Josh Hartnett.
0: Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood?
1: Yeah, what the fuck? Who, Salma Hayek. Yeah. It was it was like watching um Salma Hayek in a cameo. She's making
0: just a cameo because the rest of the cast is so star-studded that Salma Hayek could only show up for like 5 minutes. Yeah, and that was fine cuz you're like, yeah, go ahead, like wh- give me some more stars. Go ahead with your bad self, girl. I'm trying to have bilingual <laughs> kids. Convo for grandkids. Convo for grandkids at
1: Salma Hayek. <laughs> trying to have bilingual kids how funny would it be if she doesn't even speak Spanish I well know how does. funny
0: would it be if she's like over 40 and she can't have kids anymore but Ooh, anyway wow
1: just gonna put that one in her face listen phase. I'm, I'm saying, not gonna shout her Salma out Salma Hayek I'll still
0: hey hit me up
1: it's all good <laughs> I'll still what let's finish that though but I'm trying to have kids Salma Hayek because conversations for our grandkids oh good point this doesn't exist without them right uh, anyway, so you could be my side. What man. ended up happening was we got really drunk, and then Jasmine and I got into shall we say an adult discussion about you know <laughs> life and things and our relationship. So and Seamus that has nowhere to go, so he just kind of had to sit in the other room and do whatever he did. But before that, uh, beat Seamus beat and off I, on their door. Oh, I love arguments. It reminds me of when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's that? Mom and dad are fighting again. Yes. Uh, finally. But before that, we got into a long discussion, and I remember having a long discussion, but I, you know, I was drunk, so I don't really remember most of it.
0: We were talking about the self, man, and we were talking about, um, I'm actually kind of scared to bring this topic up because I know it might get difficult. Uh, the, the, uh, it's, um... I don't know where to begin, really, necessarily. We were talking about uh, spirituality and the self and, like, the core of things. And Adam was basically describing to me how... Um, how al- I remember I was crying because of how alone he feels. Hmm. Uh, how alone you feel. I'll speak to you. I was speaking to the audience there. But but that's <laughs> really me monologuing here. Of, I had a night the other night where Adam was describing to me how... Very, very alone he was. Whoa. I don't remember it that way. Yeah. Do you feel alone now, man? Like, you were basically saying that you you basically said to me at one point, you were like, dog, you're playing checkers, I'm playing chess, and I'm just so frustrated with the fact that you are not here playing chess with me right now.
1: Oh, that has a lot of implications, man. I don't like that. That makes me uncomfortable.
0: Oh, well, handle it, because you would be okay to handle it then. Why can't you handle it now?
1: Uh, I can handle it now. All right. uh I can't justify what I said uh, in the sense of like, oh, like, oh, I think we're better than you. Chess is a better game. Well, Boy, you, you, like, even, you you did.
0: I'm I'm gonna try to be word for word as far as what I remember. But granted, it's in my memory, so yeah. it could be twisted. But I do remember you clarifying that. I feel bad saying that because
1: there are a lot of problems with that. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I get really drunk, or I get really like, if you're like, I've said this before in an episode, but like, if you if you ask me. If you really want to know what I think and all that kind of shit, I'll go for it. But when I when I say I'll go for it, it means that I'm going to stop caring about the about not getting the words perfectly right. I'm just going to fucking go for it. And if something comes out wrong, then we can talk about it later, which I guess is a good time to talk about it now. Yeah. So uh, really all I meant was, you know, it, it might as well be I'm playing checkers, you're playing chess. It might as well because the point I th- I think I was trying to make because if I'm talking about a feeling I've had for a while, it, it's the same feeling. It's just that we're playing different games, and you know, I'll say like, "Oh, do you want to play chess?" And you'll say, "Yeah, well, let's play chess." And then you're, you pull out the checker's board and start setting up the checker's pieces, and then we're not even we're not playing the same game. Essentially, is what I'm, I'm saying. And I remember saying over and over again, like, nobody really wants to hear what I have to say. Nobody really wants to listen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Nobody's listening.
1: Nobody's listening, and I don't blame people, but. What's frustrating to me, and ever since I was a kid, it's been the same feeling, because I've been, I'm one of those, like, hobby kids. I get really into a hobby. It was magic or music, um, drawing in many different forms. Like, I've just gotten a lot of hobbies, and gotten pretty good at some of them over the years. And everyone always has this reaction of looking at it and being like, oh my god, you're such a good drawer, you're such a, you can skateboard really well, like, you can do this and that, and instantly the you're first a skateboard feeling, adam <laughs> you're like no i'm not no i'm not though <laughs> uh, no but really what what i'm trying to say is the reaction is oh my god that's amazing you know how do you do that and it's like first of all it's not amazing uh because because second of all i can tell you how to do this and people say oh i want to learn and that's what, what i have an issue with because you don't you don't want to learn what i'm you it's like if you're playing checkers and you're watching me play chess and you're like, oh, I want to play that game I'm like, oh, I can teach you how to play and then you come over and I'm like, oh well, this is how the pieces move and you're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense Not like checkers no, I don't I like my checkers game. It's like, all right well then go play checkers then why are you why are you coming and telling me you want to play a game with me you don't you don't want to play this game. You want to play that game. That's fine. So let's play that game. Then we move to that game. And then after a while, it's like, well, dude, I'm tired of playing checkers, man. I'm like, yeah, me too. You asked me to play another game. I tried to t- show you the rules. Like, what are we doing here? That's what it feels like because it's like if, you're, if you actually are listening to what I'm saying, I'm telling you, if you really want to learn how to play chess, I can teach you how to play chess as well as I know, which is good enough to get started. But the problem is, I find people don't actually want to learn how to play chess.
0: I think a lot of people are comfortable um, with the idea of them wanting to learn how to play chess. If we can keep this metaphor rolling, yeah. if everybody <laughs> knows what chess means. Yeah, <laughs> chess
1: in this instance is kind of—I uh, don't. It's just that thing that you want to learn how to do, essentially. And I, and I this think thing I, I think I might fall to into to. that
0: category. I think I, I think I do a lot of the times where I. Uh, Part of me would like to know, you know, what, what it is to be free of ego or up in the, you know, up in the whatever, the, 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 the one, the self, to understand the self, you know. And then, but then part of me is content with just wanting to know what that is and then being like, oh, I don't know what that is. I'll never know. Yeah. And then doing other shit. And I think uh, I don't know if to, to me, Adam, you were expressing a lot of frustration the other night, which isn't to say that I didn't either, because I think in reaction to that I started crying because I was like, "Yeah, man, I I get that, and I'm sorry that you feel so frustrated." Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I it's, can't... it's
1: not even like a thing that like tears my soul up on a day to day basis. It's just it it comes up, and I feel like that's the. There's not many things that can really rile me, you know, really get me going, but that's one of those things that it's like, if you're going to ask me a question, just listen to the answer, and you don't have to accept what I'm saying, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. But actually know what I'm saying first, and then you can do whatever you want with it. You can do whatever you want. But if you come up to me the next day and you say, oh, my God, I just wish I could play chess. I know you're good at it. and You said you can teach me, but I don't think you can because I know I can't do it. It's like, yeah, you fucking can. I told you I can teach you because if I can do it, you can do it. There's, there's rules. There's, it's just a way of it's – a, it's a game. I can teach you how to play a game. You know. So, hey, man. Can you teach me how to bet on draft kicks? <laughs> uh, no. You'll have to talk to my bro about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's more the sports
0: guy. I I'm sorry, that was just a cheap joke. I don't want to necessarily get off off tangent here because I feel like we're going somewhere with this. Uh I I I guess at that at that moment in time I'm trying to remember the other night specifically. What happened the other night? I remember uh everything was going fine. Uh, you know, I remember I remember crying being like I really want to express
1: to Adam that I am sorry he feels alone and I you know uh, But here's my thing though it's not so bad it's not so bad to be alone cuz we're all alone We're all alone even if you're in the like we're alone right now we're alone in our bodies in our minds but yet
0: we're coming together to
1: make this beautiful podcast conversations yeah. for our um, But you know it really it, everyone's always al- alone in the sense that nobody can ever share with you exactly what you're experiencing you yeah. can't ever do that it's not it's not possible you can you could never do it so we're all alone to a degree so to like for me to say that i feel alone it's nothing that anybody needs to feel sorry for that's not what i mean it's just it's a, alone in the sense that I just I hear other people say to me I I you know, well, I'm sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm.
0: but perhaps it had something to do with the fact that we were like we well, were pretty drunk. I don't know about you. I well, was. What that had to do with for me was that I was actually willing to go there. You were very I animated. You were yeah. very aggressive. And maybe it was just your body language, but I remember you hitting the floor and being like, I just think nobody gets it. And where do I go with an interesting an interesting quote that stuck with me for the past couple of days is we were we, we left the house at some point because Adam and Jasmine were having their adult talk, which <laughs> turned into Adam and Seamus were taking a walk. And uh and I said something about uh the my idea for the route for the trip you know like because we were only walking a couple blocks and i thought and i I said to adam i said uh hey man so uh my plan was to walk all the way down this one block and then turn around and loop (laughs) and uh adam says to me
2: oh shit fuck
0: Uh, i spilled my beer adam says to me uh which i think is probably one of the funniest quotes that'll probably stick with me for the rest of my life he says uh Hey, so, by the way, um, the red lights ahead and what you just said are about equally uh, – they're equally as interesting to me. So what do I do with that as a human?
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember saying that.
0: I remember saying that. What do I do with that as a human, man? Because the red lights are just as interesting to as whatever you had to fucking say is.
1: Yeah, and uh, on one level, I feel bad about that because here's the crux for me. It kind of does the whole does the whole job is that – I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with me caring about the red lights and how beautiful red lights are, than you know what you just said about your route and your plan. Because my answer would be sure, and then I'll just go right back looking to the to at the lights because I think lights are fucking awesome. In the same way, today and yesterday, I've been appreciating the greenness of the grass outside. Just from, I don't know. I think the I don't know what it is. I like looking at plants, but that is as interesting to me as most things people could say because grass is fucking awesome. There's bugs in there. Like life and soil and shit. But people get offended if you don't care about them more than you know X, Y, and Z. So for example, I was worried that or I was less worried. At the time, I was like, well, I'm gonna since I'm on this role of trying to explain myself to Seamus, I felt this thing come up that was like, man, he's gonna be upset that you don't give a shit about his fucking root and his plan. Even though, like, I, we followed the route. We followed the plan. I was down with it. But it was like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. The fuck? We could turn around right now, you know? That's a great plan. But then I realized, like, well, this kind of sums the whole thing. Because it's not that I really don't give a shit. It's like, I I listened, I heard you, and then I said, yes, let's do that. And then what am I, like, am I supposed to be like, great plan, dog? You know, <laughs> like, what? Yes. because And I feel like it's a, it's a symbol because it's like, you know, people... They want to talk about like, oh, this is my favorite show And this is the character I like, and have you seen it? I'm like, no, I haven't seen it And they're like, oh, let me explain it to you And to me, the interesting thing about that isn't the show or the characters It's about how the person is explaining this shit to me And it's about the body language at the time And all that kind of shit But the other person will get offended If I don't like, respond to their their comparing characters in the show. And, oh, yeah, you're right. He is a good guy. And he should have beat the bad guy. It's like, all right, yeah, but I haven't seen that show. So, have first you, of all... Have you heard of Roman Reigns? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, uh, no. And it's like, well, he's a, he's a wrestler. And it's like, oh, cool. Awesome. And it's not that I don't care. It's just... The fuck am I supposed to do with that, you know? Because yeah. I... What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Do I have to say something? Should I not? Should I... Say, hey, man, why are you talking about this right now? But that seems too presumptuous. I don't know. I, I, that's where I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I think you're fine, man. I think you're
0: fine. Just enjoy the red lights. Who cares? I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I'm sort of just talking right now to fill space anyway because I feel uncomfortable. I don't necessarily need to tell Adam that we're going to go up to the red light and turn around. I could just do it, and he probably he wouldn't care at all. So let me just fill space because I get uncomfortable with silence a lot of the times. Um, and it's almost out of habit where I can be aware of the fact that I'm uncomfortable about silence, and I'll sit there and be like, "Okay, you're uncomfortable about being silent. Okay, so just be silent." Yo, you guys ever <laughs> see that episode of Futuron? Like, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's, uh, it's a problem where I uh, I just fall back into this habit of saying things. So even as I was saying that, I wasn't necessarily too worried about your approval about the. Uh, the plan, the plan, the the, route. the, the, the <laughs> approval or the the worry about the approval, I suppose, would be like, okay, as long as Adam's like still with me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, still like, yeah, that's a plan, and I'll be
1: like, yeah, it is a plan, it is right? a plan, and it's a good one at, at that. Yeah, like, I can <laughs> I, I can fill in all those blanks, man. You know, I I uh, see, but that's the thing. I can I can sense that that's what you were looking for. Like, yeah, yeah, good plan, man. That's a great idea. Or maybe even you wanted to hear like, well, let's go a block further, you know. Yeah. But like to me, it's like, well, I don't feel really feel the need to even agree to the plan mm. because you do you do what you're gonna do. Like you you think I'm gonna walk away if you decide to turn around? You think I'm just gonna keep going? Like fuck you, duck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I never I didn't feel the need to approve the plan. I didn't feel the need to you change it. I also didn't even feel the need to stay silent or to not say anything. Right? You see what I'm saying? It's a yeah. tricky thing of like, all right, so what do I do? Because I feel like. If I was gonna do, like, I'm, I'm gonna have to do something. What, even yeah. if it's ignore it, even if it's uh, go on to some philosophical fucking rant, what do I do with with this situation where there's like words in space that are there for like, for some reason that I just don't <laughs> necessarily know what the actual reason is. You know what, man? I I, uh, I kind of want to bring up something a little bit personal.
0: Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that I personally struggle with needing some sort of verification from the outside world because uh, I've sort of been uh, taught that I, I kind of need that to be okay. Mm-hmm. And That's not necessarily the truth, but it's what I've been taught, maybe indirectly, directly. But the thing is, I, my, my whole uh, – I'd say about until I went to high school, which was like 14 – uh, my upbringing was difficult, and maybe not from an outside perspective where it's like, oh, you know, he's not the poorest kid. He's not the this kind of kid. Mm. He's not the this kind – you know, why is he so upset kind yeah. of thing. But uh, my my parents divorced, and not that that – again, I'm going to just keep caveating. Yeah. Not that
1: that is the reason why. Not that I'm asking for your validation about that. Yeah. Ho- hold the validation for later. Like, hold it for later because I'm going to need it. But, uh <laughs>
0: You know, my parents got divorced. I live with my mom. I went to a school where my mom taught. So a lot of the kids were... Aware yeah, of that. <laughs> aware of that. Picking on me. You know, uh, I had... I, or maybe they weren't. And maybe I just assumed they were. But for whatever reason, the, the reality and how I felt about it are sort of... It, it's difficult, What's the man? difference? It, it's sort of like, what the what's the difference? Which is why I feel bad totally shitting on people who get up in my face about social justice shit. Because I, I understand it and I... I validate their reality to a certain extent because it's like yes, yes, I see these problems as well. But the way that you're approaching these problems is what I have a problem with.
1: Yeah, it's almost like exactly like I was saying last or the other night, where they're saying they're playing chess, but they have a checkerboard out in front of them and they're playing checkers. Yeah. It's like you're you want to be a social activist, you want to be a revolutionary, fine, but you're not doing that. You're yeah. just being a fucking asshole, yeah. and that's the issue.
0: So I think for me personally, man, I I've uh, had this issue where. I didn't feel confident Maybe it's because My parents divorced Oh maybe there's that Fucking thing Where peep, kids are like Oh My parents are divorced My life is in shambles <laughs> shambles, shambles Murphy, Murphy on, on Twitter, Twitter.
1: <laughs> You know that thing That Pitch kids shambles say Shambles up At, at, uh, at shambles Murphy On Twitter <laughs> If your parents were divorced uh, Give us a like If your parents weren't
0: divorced Give us a review We'll have no reviews Because everybody's parents Are fucking divorced Just <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my parents were divorced, and I went to school where you know I, I was the only white kid. I was the kid with the parent who taught at the school.
1: Yeah, fucking eyeball.
0: And I got a lot of shit for that. And I would say some weird shit because like I didn't have many friends in my neighborhood. I had like one friend in my neighborhood growing up. So I would say some like oddball. Oh, I like jazz, and people would be like, oh, fuck this guy, you know, like, or <laughs> so, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't necessarily be that, but. Um, I, I, always felt kind of like, uh, I needed to figure out the right thing to say in order to be socially accepted, you mm-hmm. know? And I think I still struggle with that because I still found myself in high school, even I was afraid to wear shorts. I don't know if I told you this, but I was very self-conscious about the way my body moved as far mm-hmm. as like, you know, in gym and shit. Yeah. And I was very self-conscious about how it looked. My legs are fine. I just have like scrawny fucking, I have skinny legs. You have you legs, know? yeah. I just have fucking legs, but I was like afraid to wear shorts and so I wore shorts though. The first day of central high school, and it was like this big fucking deal for me. This huge dun, deal. Dun, dun, dun. No, nobody would have ever guessed how big of a deal it was to me because I'm wearing shorts and I'm like, oh my god, is anyone looking at me? Oh wait, so you're saying this is totally fine? Yeah, you're saying this is all in my fucking mind, you know? And and it, it, it might have helped had my dad been around to be like, no, you're being crazy. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because what would happen is I would leave. Grade school, and I would come home, and my mom would be like, uh, I'm going to bed. And she'd be in bed till like, 7 or 8, make me dinner, then bedtime, then go back to the grind of people being like, What's up, fucking fucking asshole? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I love my She listens, too. Hey, mom. Shout out to my mom. Hey, oh Love her to death. Uh, and I'm not blaming her at all. I just uh, – it, it wasn't always – I didn't always have somebody – who was able to say, hey, man, you're being ridiculous. Like, calm down. And I think because of that, I've allowed myself to grow more and more uh, anxious. Although you could argue that I'm less anxious. I mean, you even said that that one night you were like, oh, dude, the first night I met you versus now. It's it's a complete night fucking difference. But it still feels similar. It's just uh there's certain things I can deal with. Like... Well, I mean, we'll get into it on the next podcast, but we did go to a certain park. Doop, 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 doop. But the thing is, the anxiety still exists, and the, the, the bigger problem is not necessarily trusting myself all the time mm-hmm. uh, when I could and when yeah. I should. Because you should all the time. I should all the time, and I don't all the time. Uh, and the point of this story was I was asking you if it was okay to go down the street and turn
1: around. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is kind of a funny thing, but it wasn't really, it didn't feel funny at the time. I bet to either of us, you know? It didn't feel funny. It didn't feel, it
0: didn't feel funny to me. It didn't feel enjoyable when I said, hey man, my plan is to go down the street and turn around. It didn't feel, I felt immediately like, why the fuck did I say that? <laughs> You know why the fuck did I say that because yeah. there's literally nothing I could say to Adam at this point in time that would would mean anything. I can't say anything, yeah. but then by not saying anything, there's that thought in my mind of like, "Oh shit, I'm not saying anything, yeah, and
1: is there anything so wrong with that? Is there something I'm supposed to be saying and that's <laughs> that's how i feel but and I found that <clears throat> I have no problem with not saying anything, I really don't, yeah, I really don't feel it's and that really came from uh, reading and, and learning about Ramana Maharshi, because he was, like, the ultimate silence master. He just never said a goddamn thing, which is kind of true. But I just I think it's a funny image, like, the ultimate silence master. <laughs> like, I'm the master of silence. But he really was. A lot of people say as, like, a almost um, like a tagline that he taught mainly through silence, which is, like, a weird thing to say. Anyway, so... I, I kind of, like, tried that out, and was like, well, do I really need to say something? Like, is that something I can do? And it's like, actually, most of the time, you don't need to say anything, so just don't. However, I feel like that's a cop-out in a lot of ways because I'm not on a fucking mountain in India. You know what I mean? I'm in a city. I have to talk to people. I have a job. I have friends and family, and I know that there's there are good things to say to people. Plenty of other good people have said good things to, to many people but it's i just don't know what's helpful and what's not i i don't know that and i find like the when you say like oh dude i'm going to we're, we're let's walk down the, to the end of the thing turn around go back to me that's like you want me to say something or respond in some kind of way otherwise you wouldn't have said anything and that kind of feels odd because it puts me in a spot where i don't feel the need to say anything personally but i want to because
0: there's somebody who kind of needs you to say something or right. wants you to say something.
1: Right, and I can't tell if if it would be good to like indulge in their wanting me to say something or if I should like not say anything and just be like, well, I don't feel like I need to say anything. So, you know, there you go. There's that. I don't know. I, I struggle with that, which is what yeah. I, I'm trying to say or what I was trying to say with the chess and checkers kind of feeling, playing a different game. Because it's like you want me to say something – or not just you, but it, this is the experience I get with a lot of people. It's like you're you're telling me this, and you're doing this thing that you're doing because you want me to respond, but I don't really feel the need to respond to that specific thing. However, that specific you know behavior kind of um, makes the opportunity for something special to happen every every time. Yeah, like it's any, almost like
0: is is not responding, not responding is sort of an answer within itself, which is which could definitely depending on how someone perceives that, could change their perception of what's happening, you know? So it's almost like you're still kind of catering to other people's needs. And how much of how, – how, 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 what is the balance between catering to other people's needs and catering to your own mm, inclinations?
1: Yeah. There you go. That's it right there. Anybody have an answer? It's at Convo for yeah. Grandkids. Yeah. What, what? How do you – because the, the thing I keep running into is I really like to help people. I like to help. But I found that there's not – I don't really – I'm not good at being helpful, if that makes sense. Like I'm, I don't always know what the helpful thing is, so I just try to do the best I can. However, if you are in a situation where you feel like there's some help to be done, you're kind of defining what help-worthy behavior is or what he- a help-worthy situation is. And for me, that takes – that's a lot of projection. You know, It means you have a problem that I can help you with. And that that has so many issues tied up with it that I have to know what a problem for other people looks like and I have to know whether I can help. And that's so much fucking shit because let's say I help you, in quotes, the way that I think you need help and I end up fucking your whole life up. You know what I mean? Like is that – should I have helped you? Was that really help? And sometimes what seems like the best help you could give turns out to be the worst thing you could do, you know? like for example a good example is the United States government in the 80s i think i want to say they sent a lot of weapons and money to Afghanistan 30 years later that shit blew right back up in our faces literally you know like so they thought they were helping some kind of situation for some reason at the time and it ended up not helping at all because when it came time to go into Afghanistan we were getting fucked left and re- left and right not just because we gave them money and guns but for other reasons but it certainly didn't help so my i just don't know I try to follow my instinct, man, and a lot of times that is problematic. <laughs> it's problematic. It's
0: problematic. Yeah, there you go, everybody. Problematic. Four out of five stars. Would uh, not
1: listen again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, because at the end of the day, I don't. I'm not going to pretend like I know something. You know. Yeah. And so, how, like, oh, I know I can help you. No, I don't. I don't fucking know that. I don't even know if you need help.
0: It's an interesting question. It really is. It's sort of like, what do you do with wizards? Or what do you do with magic? Wit- sorcery, yeah. Sorcery, yeah. What do you do with sorcery? Uh, I don't know. I'll see it when I get it. And so it's sort of the same question of, hey, man, I think I'm going to walk up to this block and turn around. What do you say in that instance? Yeah. What you say is... Hey, listen, whatever you said is great, but the red lights ahead of you are just as interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's what I said. Uh, oh man. Well, hey, this has been um this has been conversations for our grandkids. Indeed. Uh we're convo for grandkids on Twitter. It's yeah. candymunchers.com. You can review us on iTunes. It's conversations for our grandkids, and that is the word for, not the letter. Conversations <laughs> For our grandkids, please leave us a review. Um, you might be entered into a contest. We might have some details about that coming up.
1: Yeah, I would say don't expect to be entered into a contest if you're responding to something right now. However, next listen to the next one because we might have official rules and regulations to uh, <laughs> to relay to you. Yeah, but hey, who knows, right? I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, <laughs> and in, you might not like like the answer I have. <laughs> Oh, hey, man,
0: this has been Conversations for Our Grandkids. It has. Again, hit us up.
1: Blah, blah, blah. Hey, we love do you. Little, little sh- little Don't sh- forget, everything's okay. Little Shabazz. Little Shabazz. Everything's fine. I lo-
0: always love you.
1: My favorite
0: grandchild. <laughs> I feel better, man. Me too.
2: Of the day